welcome back to the H&H Hour. If you're one of our regular listeners, we are so excited that you've joined us again. And if you're new to the H&H Hour, we want to say welcome. My name is Heidi Bolt, and this is my co-host and my sister, Heather Taves. Hi, Heather. Hi. How are you doing? I'm well, thank you. It is sunshiny and gorgeous outside. I know. I had to stop and think for a minute because... Um, my fourth grader is learning about the words good and well <laughs> and the proper usage of them. Yes. So I, I almost said, I'm good. And then I was like, oh no, it's well. Yes. I need to get that right. <laughs> that is one of the bad things about being a teacher for yes. your children is you're learning right along with them. And so in order for them to learn the correct terms and the correct ways, we have to also use the correct. You realize how many things you say incorrectly, mm-hmm. how many words we misuse or misspell or mm-hmm. miss, miss, um, just in our, our English language is so complicated and you realize that, oh my goodness, I really don't know it very well. Well, I don't think texting has helped that. This is true. Because, you know, we use short words for everything. Can I tell you that one of my biggest pet peeves yes. is when people text you are for your. <laughs> I mean, I just, I'm like, that's a, a place in the Bible that Abraham came from. <laughs> And it just it just sounds so funny to me. And I like you go right ahead and text that y'all because I know you will. But <laughs> I, it's, that's just a pet peeve that I have. Oh my goodness, that's funny. <laughs> that's funny. So what's one of your pet peeves? Um. Oh, you know, <laughs> I caught you off guard. You don't want to share. Well, no. I mean, I guess <laughs> I try to see the best in people. Yeah. But no. Okay. So here here's a pet peeve. Okay. I do have a pet peeve when. People try to speak into a situation that they have no clue about. Oh, you know, like okay. when they yeah. try to give input and they want to be like the authority like on it. Like they know something about it, but they don't. And they have no insight mm. into the situation. That's a pet peeve of mine. That is, yes. Because I feel like if they want to give input, they should take time to actually know what's going on. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's true. So, that's yeah. true. I, I'm afraid I've probably done that before. Like, I think we all do it. Yeah, like trying to feel important or trying to feel like you're part of the conversation. Or even just trying to say something when really maybe nothing needs to be said. Maybe yeah. just listening is the best option. Yeah. So it's probably a pet peeve of mine because I've probably done it. Usually that's how it works. Yeah. Although I can guarantee you I've never typed you are <laughs> for your on a text. Yeah. I'm, sh- I'm sure there might be the chance that I might miss, you know, mess up and do that at some point yeah. in my life. Maybe, but- maybe. <laughs> Well, we're excited for today. It's um, This is called an H&H Chat. This is where Heather and I take time to just talk about different topics in life that might be pertinent to what we're going through or what some of you are going through. Um, sometimes it can be just lighthearted and mm-hmm. um, just about our day and our lives and our kids. And sometimes it kind of takes a turn and goes yeah. deep and spiritual. And You never so, know what you're going to get on a chat. That's right. It's just whatever floats into our minds, Yeah, which could be scary. Right. So, and, but this is how we started. We started the H and H hour with just the two of us, yeah. knowing that we would add guests in, but that we would always come back to just the two of us. Um, Heidi, this is episode seventeen. That is exciting, Heather. Can you believe that? I can't because I feel like we just started. Well, we did. <laughs> yeah, a few we months did. ago. And I don't know if y'all know this. You probably don't. But our goal um, at the beginning was to consistently. We knew that consistency is so important. If you're going to have listeners and listeners who support you and love you, you're going to want to give them consistent 
um, podcasts right. that they can listen to, and they look forward to it. So our goal was to podcast um, twice a month. Right. We were like, okay, in our seasons of life and all the things that we have going on, we know we can commit to that. Well, really quickly, mm-hmm. that turned into every single week because right. so many of you, and we thank you so much for this, were saying, hey, we want more. Right. We want to hear you every week, which, bless their hearts, mm-hmm. that's awesome. Yeah. Um, people weren't like shouting us down and saying, stop. <laughs> but um, so we are on, this is episode 17. That's really cool. I, and I think too, I have to give a public shout out to my mom, to our mom. Oh my goodness, yes. Because I just said to you today, yeah. I, I don't think I would be having the cycles to be able to podcast in right. this season of life right. if it weren't for my mom because she is my childcare go-to while we're podcasting most of the time. And she's so awesome because I have the freedom to podcast and know that my kids are totally cared for and love and taken care of and having a blast. So thank you, mom. She's also Melody such Bennett, a great awesome. listener. She said she is so excited on Tuesday mornings. The first thing that she does is get her earbuds out and listens to the podcast on Tuesday mornings. And I know it's true because she usually has texted me mm-hmm. before we're even making breakfast in the morning to say yeah. that that was such a good episode. Yeah. Can I just, so. I want to give a shout out to some people that maybe have um, high school or college age or adult children. Mm-hmm. This is something that my my parents, my mom and my dad have done so well Um they have been our cheerleaders yes, from have. the time that we were small. And not cheerleaders in a... Um, like pat us on the back, right. coddle us kind not of way. Not a coddling way, but in it just they are have been our biggest fans. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of people are their children's biggest fans, um, maybe until they get into adulthood. Mm. And I've seen this kind of this shift with some of my friends where they don't feel like they have the support of their parents or their parents don't cheer them on in, in certain things. And, and man, as a as an adult child, you still really want to know that your parents are proud of you yeah. and for your cheer- for your parents to cheer you on and be your biggest fan. And that's something that mom especially has done so well. So well. I think, Heather, something that's interesting, this just popped into my mind, but I'm thinking of some specific families that I know, and mm-hmm. I feel like the parents tend to cheerlead the daughters hmm. more than the sons. Hmm. And I don't know why that is. Um, I think of mom, and I don't feel like she's ever done that. She's so good about she. So she has seven kids. Right. That's a lot of time to give yourself to all of your children, yeah. all of your kid in loves, yeah, all of your grandbabies. It's a lot. Um, of, it's a lot of worries to carry around about your children. Yeah, yeah. it is. Um, but I, I just think of these like maybe this is a challenge for some parents. And so mm-hmm. for me, I have, and you have a daughter and a son. Mm-hmm. I have yeah. two sons and a daughter. Not wanting to ever. Um, differentiate between them Mm -hmm. as to who I'm closer to or who I cheer on more or who I give more encouragement to. Um, I think that it's so important that we see people not necessarily like give them everything that's equal and life is always fair, right? but that we don't ever make someone feel like, man, I feel so much less important than my sibling overlook because they're a a girl and I'm a boy or whatever. Or maybe because their accomplishments are something that you're interested in. Right. Um, it's really easy to cheer on someone mm-hmm. in, in their efforts and in their accomplishments when it's something you understand yeah. and when it's something that you enjoy. But yeah. what about when it's something that you don't understand? Yeah. Or what if it's a passion or a calling that they have in their life that is totally different than yours? Mm-hmm. I still think be their number one fan. Like yeah. be the person that picks up the phone, you know, and says, I'm so proud of you. Yes. And I'm I'm listening, I'm watching, I'm reading, I'm, I'm following. Mm-hmm. And I think... Oh, man, as adults, we just, we'd still need that so desperately. Oh, for sure. I mean, who's the first person you call to let them know you're sick? Other than your spouse, 
Right, your your mom or dad usually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sick. Even at you know in your 30s and 40s, you still let them know what's going on in your life. So I think it is so important. Yeah, that um, parents are cheering on their adult kids because Mm -hmm. it means the world. And it's I think that's how God designed it Mm -hmm. is that the generation ahead would encourage the generation behind. Yep, and teach us how to be encouragers, and Mm -hmm. then by default our kids will also be the same. Right. So good job, Mom. Yeah, good job, Mom. You do that so well. We love you. So well. Well, and we had promised a couple of episodes ago, actually I think it's been a few now, that we would read some of our subscribers on iTunes. We would read some of their comments. Oh, let's do that. Yeah, should we do that right now? That's so fun. If you haven't subscribed and you want to get the H&H Hour in your um, podcast app on your iPhone or you want to get an email about it, then just jump onto iTunes and type in the H&H Hour and the subscribe button is right there. You can click it and you'll get instantly get our podcast every time that they they drop. But um, let's see. Let's find some. Okay, so I get excited when I find there is a new podcast from Heidi and Heather. It is an encouraging hour of my life every week that I get to spend listening to them. That's so sweet. I know. And then another one. This is Dana. She's one of our very faithful listeners. Hi, Dana. We love you, Dana. We want you to come on our podcast. Listen and hear. You will find encouragement, realness, and truth. I highly recommend this. Well done, Heather and Heidi. And then clappy hands, thumbs up. (laughs) She's so sweet. Dana is someone that is a little bit ahead of us in life. Yep. She's got one son that's married, I think, and some mm-hmm. teenage kids. Yep. And so, but she's still really cool and fun. So good job, Dana. You're awesome. We love you. And then I love this one. I feel like I'm sitting in the living room with Heidi and Heather. That's the whole goal. That's the point. That's Yay! what we wanted people to feel like, right? They keep it real from the good stuff to the mundane every day to the every day to the hard things in life make sure to subscribe that's right good job listeners subscribe that's so awesome that's so great so Heidi I'm also so excited because we cannot say quite yet who's coming on but we have three really awesome women coming on in the next month and a half or so that our listeners are just going to go crazy over they're going to love them they are and and I'm excited because um this is going to kind of step out of the circle in the world that we're in yep. a little bit yep. and give some really cool information to our listeners right? from other women that are in totally different spheres yep. of influence. Yep. And so it's going to be good. So make sure you're listening and it's it's going to be really exciting. Yeah. We're coming up on recording one of them here just in a few days. So yep. that'll yep. be so fun. And they're all over. They're spread out all over, all over our, our beautiful nation. Yeah. So. It's going to be exciting. Yeah. Okay. Well, Heidi, to just kind of take a really hard turn here. Um, <laughs> we tend to do that. I know. Um, I was just reading this this morning. I want to share it with you because it created such a picture in my mind. You know, when you read scripture and you get an image in mm-hmm. your mind, this this is what happened to me this morning. Okay. And then I actually had to go be with a friend who's going through a really difficult, hard time right now. Okay. And I didn't know that I would be going to be with her. Um but I had read this early this morning when I woke up. It's from Psalm 116. And it says, I love the Lord because he hears my voice and my prayer for mercy. Now that in and of itself would be awesome. Like mm-hmm. the Lord hears our voice, right? But then it says this, because he bends down to listen, I will pray as long as I have breath. Mm. And the picture that came into my mind was God, you know, up in his glory in heaven, in his his magnificent being mm. leaning down 
to listen. And you know when you lean down to talk to your child, you lean down to listen, you get down on their level, mm-hmm. it's intimate, right. it's close, it's personal. And I had this picture of God doing that, of leaning down to listen. And um, there are just, there's so much hard stuff right now. Right. There are so many people in our lives, and I'm sure with some of our listeners in their lives, things that are heavy, things that feel um, overwhelming, sickness, um, loss, grief. And I just have this picture of God as we're praying, as we're going to him, he's just leaning down and mm-hmm. saying, I see you, I hear you, I'm with you. Isn't that beautiful? That's so cool. And I think it's important to notice, Heather, that so the Bible says that the the word of God is alive and active. Yeah. And I think sometimes we go, well, what does that really mean? And mm-hmm. it means that even though it was written so many thousands of years ago, right. that you can read a scripture this morning yeah. that resonates with your day. Mm-hmm. It gives you the um, encouragement that you need mm-hmm. in order to encourage others for right. today. Mm-hmm. And and that's what it means, that it's alive, that it is um, applicable to our day right now. Yep. And that it's not null and void because it was written so many All years, ago. years ago. Right. Yeah. Um, and so I love that. And I think it is also a reminder of how important it is that we are in God's word. Mm. Not that we lean on our past experiences or maybe you're someone that's been in ministry and you were super involved and now you're not and you're leaning on that faith that you had in that season or that knowledge you mm-hmm. had in that season. Yeah, I think a lot of times it's that knowledge. Yeah. Yeah. Like we know about the Bible. Right. Okay. But it's not enough to know about the Bible. Right. You need to be in it every day. Um, and I kind of liken it to my kids. What if I said to Crosley, like, Crosley, I fed you breakfast last Friday. Why do you need it today? Yeah. Oh, that's so well, Because good. he'd be starving to death. And that's how it is with God's word, is yeah. that we need it every day, yeah. even if it's a morsel. <laughs> and it equips us every single day. I mean, you just said that. But when I read this verse this morning, and this happens to me, um, I would say, Almost day. every day, <laughs> when I when I do get in God's word first, I think that's oh, I think it's so important. Some people are like, oh, I'm not a morning person, or or I wait till night. I would say I I think you need it morning and night. Well, yeah, when you wake up and right before you go to bed, even if it's just a a tiny bit, you know, right. a tiny bit of scripture, it has become as I've really made it a discipline in my life. It has become, I feel like I need it, like I need oxygen. Yeah, your lifeline. It has become my lifeline, yeah. and if I and, and sometimes it literally is only two minutes before mm-hmm. my kids come downstairs and climb on my lap, and sure, you know, I set it aside. Well, okay, so you just read two verses to us. Yeah. Okay, so two verses. So those two verses took you just a moment to read. Yeah. God gave you that image, that picture. Yeah. But it's encouraged your whole day. Yeah. And I know the situation you were in this morning. Yeah. And I know that it encouraged a room full of people who are desperate yep. for God to show up, yep. for him to bring a miracle that they desperately need. That's right. Um, and I just, I feel like it's so cool that God is so intimate with us that he would give you that word to mm. equip you for what you needed to be called right. to today. That's right. It was it was so, so perfect. And I would just beg people. In fact, I have started saying this to people when they come to me with, for wanting advice mm-hmm. or, um, you know, if they want, you know, obviously counsel prayer, or counsel, anything like that. I've, I've started saying, have you read your Bible recently? Mm-hmm. Before I give you any advice, right. before I counsel you, have you read your Bible? Yeah. And most of the time, the answer is no. Right. It's, it just needs to be our first go-to yeah. always. And it shouldn't just be our go-to when we need a Band-Aid or when we need an answer. It is, like you said, it's our lifeline. And so yeah. I would just encourage you, if you, hey, if you don't have a Bible, 
Um, we will get you one. We will get you one. Reach out to us. We'll get you yep, one. Yep. Find us on Instagram. Send yep. us a message and we will get one in your hands. That's how much, Heidi, we believe that yes. it is It is so crucial for our everyday everyday life. Yeah. It doesn't matter what you are. It doesn't matter if you're a stay-at-home mom, a working mom, a dad, um, a, a single grandpa it doesn't matter right this is so crucial well and i want to give a shout out to um the app you version we've talked about this before heather yeah. but okay so all of us are on our phones so so much yeah. too much yeah we have them with us all the time but it can be used for good so there's this app called you version and it is the bible mm-hmm. in many 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 translations yeah. in different languages right um and the thing that's so cool is you can search by topic and you can find devotional studies and Bible verses that pertain to that topic. And it helps encourage you to stay in God's word. It'll text you. It'll email you Mm -hmm. saying, don't forget to read, you know, your Bible today. And that helps you stay on track, but it also gives you some, a guide point. I think so often people go like, I would read my Bible more. I just don't know where to start. Right. And that's a very valid thought. Yeah. Um, God's word can supersede that. God's word can speak to you even if you are just randomly open in it. Yeah. But I know we all like to have a plan mm-hmm. and a path. Yep. And so this gives us a great path. So download that app. It's called You Virgin. You can also listen to it. Plug it into yeah. your audio in your car and listen to it while you drive. I know my husband Kip does that a lot because yeah. he is yeah. on the road a lot. And so um, he laughs that he's his job is to drive. And yeah. so he gets to listen to lots of podcasts, but he listens to a lot of audio messages and um, to the U version in his car, in his truck. So that's so, so good. But And I've maybe said this before, but if you don't know where to start, just start in Psalms, yeah. Psalms or Proverbs. Yeah. Read one Psalm or one proverb or one of each every day. And mm-hmm. it, it is, they're just chock full yeah. of truth and encouragement. Yeah. And it's it's such a great, like, pick me up in the morning. Yes. It's kind of like caffeine in the morning, <laughs> yeah. like a little jolt of caffeine, a little jolt of Psalms, a little jolt of Proverbs. It's, yeah. it's so powerful. And the Gospels. Like, I, I admit, yeah. I, like, I'm a Bible geek. I love it. But the Gospels, if you want to know about this Christian walk, then read the Gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, because yeah. it talks about the life that Jesus lived here on earth, mm-hmm. the stories of Jesus, the miracles of Jesus. And I think that's so profound mm-hmm. in order for us to really live like Jesus. Right. Um, Heather, when I was preaching at our church recently, and one thing that I shared with the listeners is I was sharing about a personal experience of going through a really difficult season, this great battle mm-hmm. of um, just a season that was so rough. And our faith was really strong through that. Mm-hmm. And I just shared with him, I said, it was so important for our faith to be strong in that, but it was important to know that it was strong before that season of struggle and yeah. that before that battle yeah. hit. It wasn't during the trial no. that you became strong. No, it was, it was before. before. Yeah. And so, and that's what really got us through yeah. that, that faith, that, that belief in a miracle working God, that's that right. belief that prayer could change things. That's mm-hmm. what got us through. Mm-hmm. And so I just shared with the, the, the listeners, and I want to share with our podcast listeners as well like right now is the time for you to equip yourself to walk through the battle that might be coming because when it hits you don't want to crumble you want to be able to stand and if you're going to stand it's upon the word of god that's right um everyone thinks that extreme faith Mm -hmm. that bold prayers those Mm -hmm. audacious prayers the the belief in a miracle working god Mm -hmm. is crazy Mm -hmm. until they're the one that needs it yeah and then it's the only thing that seems right yeah that's right and so Get ready now. Get ready 
not out of fear, but build your faith now so that whatever life brings your way, you're you're able to walk through it with a spirit of grace and with this profound faith. Because I guarantee you that if you've got that ready, mm-hmm. if you're equipped in God's word, you are going to walk through it in such a different way than you would. Yeah, that's right. If you didn't have it, you'll crumble if you don't prepare yeah. yourself now. That's such a good word, Heidi. And I think we've seen both sides of that. We've seen people who were grounded and who went through really hard times. And because of their faith that they have already established, they were able to walk. Didn't mean it, it doesn't mean it didn't hurt any less. It just means that they were better equipped to handle it. And then we've seen the opposite of that where people didn't have a strong faith Mm -hmm. and they they do, they crumble. Mm. So, and I would also say that I think sometimes people think that you're born with that faith, Mm. that it is like in your personality. And I would say, absolutely not. Um, God does give some people the gift, Mm -hmm. um, the spiritual gift Mm -hmm. of faith, um, which is a beautiful thing. You can read about spiritual gifts in in, um, the New Testament. But it is a, a practice. Yeah. It is a something that you learn. It yes. is something that you ask for. Mm-hmm. It is something that you work towards. Mm-hmm. It's not something that just automatically happens like, oh, Heidi, Heidi Bolt, she's bold and she's courageous in her faith and she's willing to ask for miracles. But that's something that you have worked many years and you've had people instill it in you and our parents have instilled it in you and you have picked up your Bible and read and you've seen your faith increase because you've worked for it. Right. I think it's no different than there. There is a spiritual gift of being a teacher. Yeah. You know, but if you're a teacher, if you're one that teaches people, you don't just by default have the knowledge to know how to do that. Right. You have to study. Right. And you have to seek it out and you have to spend time on your own before you can get up and then teach. So you're right. It is the same way, though. You have that gift of teaching or whatever your spiritual gift is. Right. Um, it's something you have to work on and, you know, don't let it get rusty and dusty, like keep it polished, keep it ready because you never know when you're going to need to use it. Um, so uh, just like this morning, Heather, where you had to be ready, like the Bible says, be ready in season and out. Yeah. And you were, you were ready. Mm -hmm. Um, your faith was ready. And so it wasn't a massive deal for you to have to step up and lead in Mm -hmm. a situation that was, that is desperate. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I don't think it's always that it's, you know, this, and I think this is sort of what our podcast is built on, too. It's not always the extraordinary events or the big events. Many times it's the very ordinary daily little things that we come across conversations with people Mm -hmm. um the ways that we can encourage people Mm -hmm. the the ways that we choose not to get upset or angry about something that has come across our path and instead you know are um able to calmly deal Mm -hmm. with the situation with whether it's our kids or um one of our well one of our past guests sweet kate that was on with the twins did you see? So sweet. Oh, hi, Kate. Did you see her boys today? They just oh my goodness toilet paper rolls. Yes, like four rolls all over t- the basement. Yes. You know what, Kate? I know that that was stressful for you, but oh my goodness, it looked like so much fun. And I guarantee you, you're probably going to show that picture on their wedding day. Yeah, probably. And then you're going to wish for that moment back. And I'm so proud of you for going upstairs and closing the door and reheating your coffee. Like that was the best mom move you could have made. What a big win. Good girl, Kate. <laughs> Good Kate's job. rocking it in this mom world thing. She is. She's. Four littles under the age of four, she is rocking it. Yeah. And she's doing it with a lot of grace. They yeah. were actually in our home a couple of weeks ago for breakfast. So we had seven littles ages five and younger wow. in the house for breakfast and for outdoor play. And it wasn't even crazy. It was fun. That's and it impressive. was um 
Yeah. I mean, it was busy. Yeah. But it wasn't crazy, yeah. you know, and nobody, like everyone survived the morning and, and had fun. And um, yeah, I think that we moms can get so caught up in everything being so perfect and mm. so um, like we want it to be easy. We want life yeah. to be easy. Yeah. And sometimes life's not easy. You know, a lot sometimes of times it's not easy. Yeah. But so often when we go, hey, yeah, maybe having seven littles for breakfast under the age of five isn't going to be easy. Um, but it was fun. Right. You know, and it was so good. Yeah. And I got to connect with a friend and our littles got to run around the yard and play. So I think don't always look for the easy. Look for the things that are are good and are fun. Yeah. So, but I think, Heather, that um, one thing I want to talk about. Yeah. Is this idea of loving people. Okay. And showing people love in the way they receive it. Mm-hmm. Okay. So there's this, it's kind of a spiritual term, like people mm-hmm. in the Christian community maybe understand this more than people in the non-Christian community. Right. So I'm going to kind of break it down. But yep. this is something that we call the love languages. Mm-hmm. Okay. And it's this concept that people express and receive love in different ways. Mm-hmm. And um, so these are identified as the five love languages. So I'm going to just run through them really quick. This is based on a book. It's based on a book. Um, yeah. That- by Gary Chapman. Yep. It's an old book. It is. Very it's, old. It's phenomenal. And it has helped. I know we share this with all of the young couples that we marriage counsel. Yeah. Premarital counseling. We talk with them right away about this. And we were like, if you if you can get this, like yeah. it will save you so much stress in your marriage. Well, and I I also want to open this conversation up to more than the married couples. Yeah. Because it is written to married couples. Yeah. But I think that if we can apply this to the way we love people and treat people. Right. That's right. Across the board. Yeah. Our coworkers, our kids as teachers, yep. our neighbors, our, our sisters. Our Everybody, kids. our kids. Yeah, this is gonna help us so much. Okay, so, so can you walk us through them? Yeah, so there's five of them, and um, so these are the ways we would express or receive love from people. Okay, so number one is quality time. Mm-hmm. Okay, number two is words of affirmation. Okay, so, so like receiving. Good job, Heidi. You did such a good job today on that. I'm so proud of you. Yes. Okay. Got yes. it. Um, number three would be gifts. Anything that you could be given. A gift. Yeah. A massage. Yeah. A gift. Yeah. So, to some people, a, purse. a gift speaks love to them. Chocolate. That I would receive. <laughs> <laughs> um, number four is acts of service. I'm raising my hand high. Yeah. And so, so Heather, and this is what, one thing I know about you. Mm-hmm. Your love language is acts of service. So I know that if I... Um, call you on the phone and tell you that I think you are just this phenomenal woman of God mm-hmm. and encourage you, it will probably bless your heart, your yeah. sweetheart. Yeah. But it's not necessarily going to, you're not going to get off the phone and be like, oh my goodness, Heidi loves me so well. Probably not. If I show up and help you pull your weeds in your garden that mm-hmm. you're overwhelmed by, yes, you might feel loved that day. A thousand percent. Because it's an act of service. Yep. Okay. Yep. Um, number four or number five is physical touch. Okay. This is not just sexual. Right. You know, physical hugs. touch. Hugs. And hugs. yes. Just yeah. closeness. Yes. Giving, yeah. Giving someone a hug. Giving, you know, shaking someone's hand. Right. Um, sitting next to them and just acknowledging them in a physical way. Right. Um, so those are the five different types of love. Yeah. Those are how people can either give love and receive love. Now, I think it's so important. Yes. This is so crucial. Right. So often, the way we receive love, the way we want people to love us, yes, is different than the way we give love. Yeah. Okay. So we tend to go, I want to be loved by Heather for you. 
acts of service. So your your instinct might be to then show people that you love them by serving them, right. by giving them right. acts of service. Right. That might not be the way they receive love. Right. So in this kind of idea of the love languages, it's so important for us to know how do I receive love? Mm-hmm. How do I, what, how am I wired to give love? Mm-hmm. But know your audience. Yeah. How does Heather want me to love her? Yeah. How, how does my husband want to be loved? Right. Because a lot of times it is not the way that you naturally give love. Right. And I can um, tell a story about when Chris and I were first married. He is 100% words of affirmation and and a, a couple of others in there too. Most men are physical touch, but mm-hmm. that's just kind of a given. Mm-hmm. Um, and I am 100% acts of service. Okay. And so he would tell me, I love you, I love you, I love you, I love you, I love you. I'm not even kidding, probably 50 times a day. (laughs) To the point where I would be like, dude, stop saying it. It doesn't sound sincere. You're like, take out the garbage. And even though he was so sincere. Right. Like to him, he he wanted me to know. And so he was telling me over and over and over. And, and I was showing him love by ironing his shirts, mm. keeping the house clean, making him nice meals, mm. doing all of these things for him, <laughs> where all he wanted to hear me say was, hey, Chris, I love you. Yeah. Without being prompted. Yes. Not the, I love you, honey. Yeah, I love you too. You know? Right. Me acknowledging that. And it took us a while. It yeah. took us a couple years, I would say, to figure out that the way that we wanted to receive love was different than the way we were giving it to each other. And once we were able to figure that out, we could kind of shift how we showed love to one another. And like, he knows, like he goes and does the dishes and he's like, yep, I'm, I love you, baby. And I'm like, I know you're doing the dishes. Um, and that is just, and I have to be really conscious of that as well, because my love language is not words of affirmation at all. And so for me, it's difficult. It's harder for me to, use words to show my love for him yeah um but i think that it it does you said it earlier it applies to our children too it applies to our friends and it takes time you don't just it'd be nice if we all wore signs around our neck it was (laughs) like i receive love by acts of service right um but people don't right so you actually have to get to know them yes you have to pay attention intentional yeah you have to ask questions um and then listen to their answers and and you have to it's kind of an art like it's kind of fun to be like let me see how fast i can figure out what their love language is right and then really show them love that way yeah well and it encourages people so much when you're loving them the way they receive it yeah because it it spells love to them. Yes. Because so often we can miss it. So let's say that your love language is not gifts. Mm-hmm. Your husband comes home from work with flowers for you. And in his mind, he's saying like, honey, I love you. I notice you. That's not your love language. And you're thinking, I just want to sit down and have a conversation with you and right. get your your words of affirmation. Right. So I think also like don't judge the person if you've not had this conversation, if they're not loving you mm-hmm. the way you want to be loved, you can't judge them. You can't re- resent them. You can't right. have a grudge toward them. Right. Have communication. Yeah. Have this conversation. And what we'll do, Heather, is we will put these five love languages up on our Instagram. Okay. Awesome. Um, under this episode today so that yeah. you guys can have a conversation with the people around you that mm-hmm. you're doing life with and discover how do you want to be loved? Mm-hmm. How do I receive love? And mm-hmm. how do you give it? Another thing that I was just thinking is... So you are 100% acts of service. Yep. I am not that cut and dry. Yeah, I'm really not. I You've always been a little more complicated. I, yeah, there you go. <laughs> um, 
I'm not quite sure. Like, I can't 100% say. Really? Like, Are there two that, like, really stand out to you? Yeah, I would say that I am probably more on the side. Can I side. guess? Sure, yeah, go ahead. Okay, I think that you might be <laughs> quality time. Okay. And physical touch. You're close. Okay. You're really close. I think quality time is important to me. Okay. Um, But it's not necessarily, like, way up there. Okay. I think that I'm actually more words, words of affirmation. That was my second guess. And physical touch. Okay. So, good call. You're 50% yeah. right. Yeah. <laughs> but but sometimes quality time and words of affirmation can kind of become one in the same a little bit. Yeah. Because you want to have conversation with the people that you're spending quality time with. Yes. And if you're spending time with people, hopefully there's that time for that words of encouragement, words of affirmation and right. um but I think it also takes me to another thought process, Heather, where very recently I was with a couple different groups of people mm-hmm. and they were very contrasted. Okay. Because one of the groups particularly, I left feeling so encouraged, so uplifted, mm. so inspired, like the conversation was so honoring and purposeful. Okay. Yep. And then flip. And I was with a different group of people, not bad people, great people that yeah. I love. Yeah. But it was very surface, very nothing that really mattered. Mm. And I still had a decent time. Yeah. It wasn't that it wasn't fun. It just didn't seem super purposeful and meaningful. Mm. And I didn't feel necessarily that there was any great, like, wow, I'm so glad we had that opportunity to be like your hearts being knit together yeah it just sort of of all felt like you could be having that conversation with a stranger yeah is that what you're saying it was very surface and and was this someone that you feel like should have had you should have been able to have a deeper level conversation with oh yeah absolutely yeah i think it was simply just that the the focus was too much on things that are this is gonna sound super spiritual but too much on on things that are just of this world Mm -hmm. that really don't matter yeah in the long run yeah and not enough about like, hey, like what's God doing in our lives? Yeah. What like what's he shifting? And not that every conversation has to be about that. Right. But um like there there was just none of that. Yeah. And um so I think always going back to that idea of how do people feel about me when I leave them? Mm. Do they feel That's uplifted mm-hmm. and inspired and encouraged, or do they feel like, Oh, that wasn't Drained. worthwhile? Yeah. Um yeah. Yeah, that's good. And I think sometimes, I mean, we've talked about this before. I'll speak for myself, but I can tend to be a little serious, you know, a little bit like I really like melancholy music. And um, I kind of lean towards more of the like, I don't really like comedies. To me, they're kind of pointless. Yeah. (laughs) Stupid. Mm -hmm. Um, So it's my, that's more my personality. And so I can see how sometimes like, you know, I'd have to almost like make myself allow myself to be lighthearted and to have fun and to joke around yeah and you're not saying don't have that no 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 no. you're just saying like when be purposeful about your conversations yeah and when you're spending quality time with someone you know make sure that if especially if it's someone that your heart is to be knit with right knit to and kind of the the threads of your lives are intertwining right have those conversations ask the the harder questions of hey what is God doing in your life? Yeah. And really, so that we get past that fluff. Yes. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. And I think, too, along this lines of love languages, loving people the way they receive and give, Yeah. Um, 
it does give such opportunity to have conversations that are so meaningful right and so purposeful and helps you know people better yeah yeah so i think just taking the time to really see people face to face um really get to know them you know it's interesting when you sit across from someone over a cup of coffee or over a meal or a glass of wine or whatever and you have real conversation with them without you know interaction interruptions and phones and whatever Mm -hmm. um you learn a lot about them in a really short amount of time Mm -hmm. if you're paying attention if you're listening and if it's not all about you Mm. i think a lot of times it's all about us Mm -hmm. we get frustrated with the people around us because we're thinking mostly about about us us yeah yeah um and that's not necessarily like pointing fingers that's like speaking to myself right too right you know is yeah Always just being intentional about who's around us. How do they receive love? How do I need to give them love so that they feel loved? Mm-hmm. Um, and I think for moms, you know, I, we're both moms, so mm-hmm. I speak to us. Um, our kids are the number one audience mm-hmm. of our words mm-hmm. and of our actions. Yep. And so learning that they might and their gifts might be individual to them. Right. They probably are. They probably are. Um, yep. So not just kind of cookie cutter love across the board, but how do I need to create an environment mm-hmm. of love that speaks to them? Yeah. Oh, that's really good. That's so good. What a good what a good topic. What a good thought-provoking, eye-opening, action-based topic. Now everyone, everyone can go and figure out what their love language is. I think it's a great idea. Yeah, I think so too. Well, okay, another hard turn. Okay. Because it's a chat and we can yes. do that. Um, we have nine days of school left. That is so fun and exciting. I know. I know, I'm so excited. And I said this to you the other day, but I actually, so if you don't know, if you haven't listened to us for a while, Heidi and I both home educate our children. Mm -hmm. And that is one of the things that I said I will never do. (laughs) Not because I didn't believe in it. I just didn't think I was qualified to do it. Mm -hmm. Um, But I have to tell you, Heidi, that this will be the end of our third year now. Wow. I know. That has gone so fast. I know. Um, So I will have a soon-to-be second grader and fifth grader. Wow. Which is awesome. But I just have to say that... um, I really feel like God showed me this year that perseverance pays mm-hmm. off. Yeah. That dedication and discipline pay off. Yeah. Um, because I remember the first two years, I could not wait to be done with school. Okay. It was like the middle of May could not come fast enough. Yeah. I was desperate. And and to be honest with you, the last two to three weeks of school, probably I didn't give a very good effort because mm-hmm. I was drained and I was tired and I was ready to be done. And this year, like I, I'm excited for summer break, but I'm not like, oh my goodness, we have to be done with school. Wow. I feel so confident in what... I was able to teach our kids this year, my kids, and um, so confident in what they learned. And not that they are like, have got everything down. Not that at all. But I'm so peaceful Mm -hmm. in the direction that God sent us Mm -hmm. on this school year and that we accomplished everything that I set out to do. um, And that I feel like we made some really big strides in some things that aren't measured on tests. Yes. And I love that. Yes. And so, and then you're just finishing your first year. Yeah. Technically, it's our second. Oh, true. Because we did preschool last year. But we did a, we did full blown kindergarten well, yeah, this year yeah. with like yes curriculum, curriculum and every day and the whole yeah. the whole thing a schoolroom and a school yeah and it was so fun yeah I really loved it yeah and it wasn't super easy I wouldn't say oh no it's I, not easy no as far <laughs> you know I have I have a two year old and I have an almost one year old mm-hmm. so there were lots of distractions and definitely it wasn't like we sit down and have three hours of uninterrupted teaching and receiving no, time was, yeah, at right, all. Right. But it was so fun. Mm-hmm. And Kraz has told me many times that he loves school. Um, and so that's a really huge encouragement. That's so good. Um, and I think more than anything, I was just so encouraged to know that 
he is learning so much, mm-hmm. even when I'm like questioning, like, is he, uh, does he know anything up? Right. And then the things that'll come out of him totally out of school hours, yeah. you know, um, like, okay, he's getting it. This is right. so cool. This is so it. exciting. Yeah. So, well, I just want to say I'm proud of you. Good job on, Thanks. on finishing the year strong and you're almost done. And yeah. we're going to, um, enjoy our summer. Yes. We're still trying to figure out a hashtag for our summer. Okay. Cause last year was the great summer of 2017. 16. The great summer of 2016. And yeah. then this year, and I had a really great one, mm. but I can't remember it now because it probably came to me at Always night. write down your good ideas. I know. That's I know. number one rule right. in the life of a mom. Write down your ideas. Right. Because otherwise they're gone. They're gone. They're gone. So can we share about our very extra special guests that we're podcasting next week? Yes. Aren't you so excited? I feel like this is the description of a precious guest. So it's our... Grandpa and Grandma. Yeah. And they're in their 80s. Yeah. They're mid-80s, and they are just precious people. They are. We love them so much. Yeah. They have a lot of life mm-hmm. experiences, a lot of wisdom. Yeah. Um, they've been through a lot in their life, and we are so excited to get to sit down and talk with them. Well, and I think, too, Heather, it's in... I think so much of our society looks at the generation ahead of us and ahead mm-hmm. of them mm-hmm. and goes like, oh, they're old. Yeah. Um. Like I. I don't they like. Don't there's. They have text. nothing to give to or me. They don't, right. And I think it's the exact opposite. Oh, I yeah. think that. Like I look at my grandparents, and I think they have so much wisdom, mm-hmm. and I have so much honor for them. Mm-hmm. And so giving them this platform of getting mm-hmm. to speak some of their wisdom over us and our listeners, I think is going to be an absolute goldmine. So fun. So fun. And I love when you called Grandpa. Then he put him on speakerphone and he said, hey, Grandpa, so I don't know if you know this or not, but Heather and I have a podcast and it's kind of like a radio show. Yeah. Um, and we do it every week. And we were wondering if you would be a guest on our on our podcast. <laughs> and and then you said, I thought you might find that. In- or he said, well, that is very interesting. Yeah. He's Southern. And so like his Southern drawl. Yeah. And you said, I thought you might find that interesting. Yes. <laughs> yes. And, um, you know, it's just so cute because typically with our guests, we will email them the questions right. that we're going to ask that right. kind of pertain to their episode, yeah. but it's like a loose, you know, conversation piece. And um, we said to him, <laughs> um, would you like us to email you some question ideas or, and he said, why don't you send them in the mail? Because like an envelope with a stamp. Yes. Mail. Yes. <laughs> I love it. Because then he knew he would get it. He knew he would get it. So... Yeah, we're, we're so excited. And I, I want you to, to definitely tune in next week for his episode because, so he was a pastor for almost 50 years. Yeah. He loved people so well. He saw everything in ministry, I'm mm-hmm. sure of it. Yeah. Um, and my grandma is, I would say, probably one of the most loving, joyful mm-hmm. women mm-hmm. I've ever been around. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I want to be more like her mm-hmm. as I get even older. Um. And I just think that you're going to be so encouraged and inspired to hear them. I think so. so. Well, this episode is a little bit shorter because yeah. we're going to run off and love on some people. Yeah. Love some people that need some loving right now and take care of them and encourage them. So we just want to say thanks for listening. Yeah. We're so glad that you do. And if there's anything that we can pray for you over, just reach out to us on Instagram. Heidi's on Instagram as Heidi Bolt. And I'm on Instagram as Heather E. Taves, T-O-E-W-S. Or you can find us on Instagram as the H&H Hour. And we we just believe so much in the power of prayer. And so mm-hmm. whatever it is, if it's small or big, um, give us a shout out on there and we will pray. 
And when we say we pray, we really mean it. We really will. So thanks for listening. Heidi, do you have anything else to add? I was just going to read this verse over you guys really fast. It's Isaiah 54, verse 10. And it says, For the mountains may move and the hills disappear, but even then my faithful love for you will remain. My covenant of blessing will never be broken, says the Lord who has mercy on you. So whatever you're going through today, just know that God is for you and his mercy is towards you. Have a great day, guys.